0: Some professional podcasters, they told me to have some trigger warnings and some disclaimers because of the content that's on my show, especially the content that I'm going to play for you today. I'm not really into trigger warnings because I'm from the 1980s generation when we had no trigger warnings at all. They are the professionals. And they said, well, York, you have to do some kind of dis- of a disclaimer for this one. I'm not going to do a disclaimer. Hopefully at the end of this episode, you're not going to throw rotten tomatoes at me or or you're not going to arm yourself with pitchforks and torches. Remember, get him alive if you can, but get him! I search every ravine, every crevice... But the fiend must be found! I'm ready! Light your torches and go! And try to run me out of the town. Hopefully, you are civilized. I think you are, right? You have been with me for a while listening to my show. Speaking about my show, season four finale, wrapped up not too long ago, is called. Susie and The Enforcer please go back and give it a listen this episode is about the controversy surrounding Elon Musk takeover of Twitter Elon Musk is buying you know it Twitter how much 44 billion dollars US where I ramble about different things that I've learned along the way and hopefully this will help you as well The writer, the thinker, the creator, to do your very best work. Thank you so much. And now here's the show. Have your boarding passes ready. Take a seat by the window and recline your chair. The mothership is about to take flight. We will go behind the scenes of the Poetic Earthlings podcast and discover the creative process at work. Each show is unscripted, candid, and will equip you with the resources you need to be a creative Earthling. Say goodbye to your conventional way of thinking and your three-dimensional reality. Here is your captain, York Campbell. You know the phrase, the sky is falling? You probably heard of that, right? The sky is falling. Well, this was from Chicken Little. It's a children's cartoon. And the dim-witted Chicken Little at the time, he was so convinced that the sky was falling. I mean, literally falling. So what did this little chicken do? Well, he ran around and around telling everyone about the apocalypse. Emergency! Emergency! The end of the world. So he whipped everyone in the farmyard into a mass hysteria. He was really good at selling it. They believed him, but unfortunately, the unscrupulous fox in the story, he manipulates it for his own benefit. This is a really dark comedy. I mean, it was geared towards children, but it also has a deeper tone to it. In today's world, everything seems to be whipped, I mean, past eleven Everyone is in a pandemonium type of state. We're always on high alert, aren't we? Every time you watch the news and you, you watch the, the chyron at the bottom, there's all this emotional whirlwind that we go through when we watch. A lot of that is deliberate. We have a lot of chicken littles in the media the sky is the sky is that wants us to be glued to our TV screens that wants us to be glued to Twitter, to Facebook, to TikTok and all of our social media apps They want to fill our minds with information, hysteria. One thing that they're filling us these days is the idea of Elon Musk taking over Twitter. Everyone is freaking out. A lot of the writers that I follow, and a lot of the people that you also probably follow, they're talking about this. Like if it's the end of social media itself, that if this one billionaire takes over the helm of the company, then everything will be in disarray. Well, I think it's very important for uh, there to be an inclusive arena for free speech, You may have some ideas about why they may think this way, but I'm not going to get into that too deeply. This is not an episode about the richest man on earth. It's not really an episode about Twitter. It's an episode about mass hysteria and how we need to be careful, how we need to recognize that within ourselves, how we need to think objectively. But also, I guess it is a little bit about Elon Musk. Twitter has become kind of the de facto town square. Because what he wants to do by taking ownership of Twitter is to promote free speech. Some people may think of Elon Musk as the devil incarnate, that he's only out there to pose his own agenda. You could think of it in that way, but I want to challenge you on your thinking. Again, we could be wrapped up into the emotion and forget about logic. That's what we do, right? We we put aside logic because some pundit is selling us something. They want us to believe in something so strongly that the logical part of our brain is disconnected. But we need to stay connected and stay grounded to the truth. There's a lot of people that have been deplatformed off of Twitter. It's not because they're saying something totally outrageous, hateful. They just have a different ideological view. That's all. They just have a different view. And I'm sure a lot of writers, they've been cancelled as well off of Twitter. Just because they think in a different way, they're not following the crowd. All what Elon wants to do is to have people from all different spectrums, all different creators, all different philosophers to communicate with each other. Is that so bad? Really important that people have the, both the, the reality and the perception Uh, that they're able to speak freely within the bounds of the law. Is that so wrong to do? Is the world really going to fall apart if people from all different walks of life could sit around a table or sit around a microphone and, and talk or sit around a keyboard and type back and forth to each other? Of course, there has to be some checks and balances you don't want to have a lunatic that is extremely, extremely aggressively racist. I mean, the traditional sense of the word, where they feel that their race is superior to every other race. There's always going to be a checks and balances. Even when he officially takes over the company, I'm pretty sure there's checks and balances in place. Having a free speech platform is essential for writers and for thinkers, for everyone for that matter. We could share our views. Isn't that what we're supposed to do on these social media platforms? Free speech is uh, is, is someone you don't like allowed to say something you don't like. If there's a view that I don't like, then I just simply unsubscribe or follow somebody else. And if that is the case, then we have free speech. And it's, it's damn annoying when someone you don't like says something you don't like. That is a sign of a healthy, functioning, uh, free speech situation. I'm not one of these people that will get on the phone or, and complain right away because of so-and-so said this or did that, right? It depends on, on what it is. But for the most case... I just simply change the channel. Just like when I'm watching Netflix or Disney+, Plus, there's a show that I am not into and I find gross and disturbing, the remote is just a few inches away. I could just switch it to something else. And so can you. We have a choice. In podcasting, there are some decisions that's being made from the higher up to filter podcasters to make sure what they're saying is not so-called hate speech. However, they define hate speech as I think that they just want to make sure that certain podcasters are not saying things that are going against the party line. Watch your mouth. It's another form of censorship. Censorship could be very dangerous. It could hurt our creativity. As writers, as thinkers, as creators, let's not tow the party line. Let us continue to push the envelope as far as we can so that our voice is not silenced. Of course, we always need to be responsible. We can't go on Twitter and Facebook and TikTok and and be the, the town idiot and saying things that are just completely destructive of course not we need to be civilized we need to be earthlings we need to think before we speak we need to make sure that our actions is unifying and not scornful and bitter but we cannot be afraid to speak so you may be against elon you may be radically against him and but you probably don't even know why That's when we need to think. We can't paint people as the villain or paint this other person as the hero. Life is not like that. There is some gray areas in between. And we need to be more decisive, more thoughtful when we're presented with material in the news media so that we're not running, scared to death like Chicken Little. Thank you very, very much for listening to The Mothership. These are, as you know, behind the scenes, unscripted, just my rambling thoughts. If you want to share with me your views, you can always go to Twitter. My handle there is poetic earthlings and leave a comment and you know what I will write you back my views may not be your views and that's okay we're all different I learned from people across all different aisles all different walks of life that's what makes my characters and my stories rich and rewarding And that's what makes your characters and your stories also rich. If we cut off those streams, if we cut off those voices, then what are we doing as creators? What are we doing as writers? As visionaries, we're stifling ourselves. We're limiting our potential. So please reach out to me. And also, if you could be so kind and buy me a coffee, it takes a little while to work these episodes, to, to make them, to present them to you. So please go to my website, PoeticHurvelings.com, or write on your device. Ah, there it is. Right on the device that you're listening to this show. There's the show notes. And you could click on the Buy Me A Coffee link, and it would take you right there. I will definitely, definitely appreciate it thank you to tiffany c lewis i'm editing her show it's called beta reader bits so please check it out she's an incredible writer if you want to be a better beta reader that's a kind of like a tongue twister there then check out her show and also remember show compassion to your fellow human and i'll talk to you soon That's all, folks.